BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest. Go on vacation. Or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I are you ready to get started? John's got some vacation time. I'm here with Deborah Mark in the little news booth. We will update you on a big story today. The L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon decided to hold a news conference. Friday, he appeared on NBC Nightly News, was interviewed by Lester Holt. Today, he came out to try to explain why his policies led to the release of a man who apparently has a quite a criminal background, including a strike on his record. This is the man that killed the two El Monte police officers before apparently taking his own life last Tuesday. We'll have a chance to talk to Eric Sadal, his response to this George Gascon news conference. we got a couple of clips to play. That'll come up right after your chance to win $1,000 with the KFI keyword. That's back on KFI at about 520 Yesterday, a group of Democrats in Sacramento decided to hold a news conference of their own to address the high gas prices in the state of California and the whole country. 
Uh, I heard somebody tell me this over the weekend. I got relatives in Maryland. They're complaining because they're paying about $5 a gallon for gas. Well, welcome to California. We're, we're well above that. Uh, we were making our way towards $7, but apparently there's been a little pullback. And in, in L.A. County, we're sitting now at about $6.40, the average price for a gallon of gas. So these Democrats came out and said, oh, are we going to give uh, the drivers any gas price relief? No. No, we're going to we're going to investigate. We're going to have a legislative investigation of the high gas prices. Let's bring on Vince Fong, the Republican from Kern County and the Assembly Budget Committee vice chair for more about this stunt. Vince, welcome back to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Well, isn't that what it is? Isn't there? I think isn't the truth that they don't really mind that Californians are stuck with high gas prices because that might push them away from driving a gasoline-fueled cars? Isn't that really what's going on? And But they have to do something? That's the dirty secret in uh, in Sacramento. I mean, this is all political theater. I mean, it's time to end the political antics and suspend the gas tax now. I mean, that is what Californians are asking for. Um, Californians are being crushed at the gas pump, and they're demanding immediate relief. I mean, even the president of the United States is probably going to suspend the federal gas tax. I mean, there is no excuse now for Democrats not to act. To act. And I think we found out because one of their arguments was, well, the oil companies won't pass along the drop in the uh, in the gas price. But in states that have done this, indeed, gas prices have dropped more significantly. Absolutely. The, the list of states that have suspended the gas tax uh, temporarily is growing. And I mean, this is how idiotic and dysfunctional Sacramento is. I mean, they are creating a committee on gasoline supply and pricing. I mean, they're going to study why we don't have enough gasoline. It's because they won't approve any permits to allow more domestic oil production in California. And when they want, and now they want to study, well, why is gas prices higher in California than the rest of the country? Well, we know why. It's taxes, it's fees, it's mandates. And it, it amounts to about $1.30. So to your family members and friends that are complaining about $5 gasoline, well, it's 6.30 and 6.38, 6.40 in, in California. That difference is the California way. Yeah, and you know what? People in other states never felt this kind of pain that we've been feeling for years since they went with these climate policies, which have added so much to the price of a gallon of gas. Didn't uh, Newsom do something like this in 2019? The same thing? Didn't he authorize some committee to study the high gas prices and that went nowhere? There have been so many studies. Newsom asked for one a couple of years ago. Governor Schwarzenegger asked for one um, back when, in, in, when he was governor. And the, the, the results are all the same, that the, the price of oil is determined on a global market and it's supply and demand. And right now, because of all the policies that, uh, that Newsom has put in place that has restricted supply, all the policies that Biden has put in that's restricted the production of oil and gas. I mean, this is what's creating the imbalance that's causing the gas prices to go up. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing unique about California. The whole country is seeing rising gas prices. It's just that we have all these extra add-ons, which makes our price of gasoline that much higher. I don't see why they need to do an investigation. They really think that the oil company executives are going to come to Sacramento and sit there and ask this, answer the same mundane questions? Well, the, 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 the energy producers are going to tell the truth. They're going to tell two, the, two Democrats, it's your fault. Look in the mirror. I mean, right. you have a 51-cent state excise tax. You have a 22-cent uh, low-carbon fuel standard. You have 25 cents added because of cap-and-trade. 
you've got you've got a, a two cent uh, underground storage tax. I mean, those all are in California and nowhere else. Why can't the Democrats be honest with the people of California and say, yeah, gas prices are very high in California because we want them that way. We do not want you to drive gasoline fueled cars. It's the whole reason for this. And we don't mind at all as long as we get you to cut back on driving. Why don't they ever admit because, that? They won't. Because they won't. Democrats will talk out of both sides of the mouth. If, if you ask the governor, if you ask Sacramento Democrats, they'll say we need to provide the most immediate relief possible to suffering California motorists. And then you give them the solution. And they say, well, we can't do that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's completely asinine. So now, I thought, supposedly there was some Democrats who were getting together with some Republicans to try to push for the uh, suspension of the gas tax. But I guess that uh, went down the drain. Well, the bipartisan proposal is our proposal. So we called for a suspension of the gas tax. Now Democrats, some Democrats have joined uh, uh, with us, and now they're calling for a suspension of the state's gas tax for a year uh, and having those, uh, those savings passed on to the consumer. So everyone is moving toward us. It's the governor that's being stubborn and refuses to, to act. And what's even more frustrating and why Californians are getting more and more upset is that the governor's inaction is going to allow the state's gas tax to go up again. So on July 1st, the gas tax in California goes up. Yeah, it, goes up when, few, it goes up a few cents a gallon. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, it's 51 cents and it goes back up. I mean, imagine how tone deaf you have to be that the number one issue impacting Californians' family budgets right now is the price of gasoline. And they're going to allow the gas tax in California, they're going to allow gasoline to become more expensive. That's completely tone deaf. All right, Vince. I appreciate talking to you once again. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right. That's Assemblyman Vince Fong from Kern County, a Republican who is a vice chair of the Budget Committee. Talking about the stunt yesterday where Assembly Democrats announced yet another drone investigation into high gas prices in California. Well, we know why we're higher than the rest of the country. So that doesn't get us anywhere. It's all of the climate change taxes and the high taxes in California in general. So if you want to know why there's high gas prices in the whole country, that's a whole different subject. But California is not unique this time. We're just higher than anybody in all the other states as usual. All right. When I come back, first thing will be your chance to win $1,000 with the keyword. It's back. That's right. You can find out what the keyword is and have a shot at 1000 bucks, And then we'll talk about the L.A. County District Attorney, George Gascon, who held a news conference a couple of hours ago to try to explain, but it didn't last very long. Reporters asked questions, and suddenly he folded up and walked away. More coming up on the John and Ken Show on KFI. And making news this afternoon, Bill Cosby is found liable in a civil case for the 1970 sex abuse of a teen at the Playboy Mansion. Bill Cosby is now 84 years old. He did not attend the civil trial in Santa Monica. He's been ordered to pay the victim, Judy Huth, $500,000, I guess the jury, believed her story. He's found liable of sexually abusing and don't know yet whether or not he will appeal that decision. <clears throat> Today, in the three o'clock hour, we saw the L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon take to the microphones and a horde of reporters was there to try to ask him questions. He didn't take too many. Uh, he was only speaking for a few minutes 
Then he moved over and spoke in Spanish, and then he took a few questions, and then he fled the scene. He even fled on a reporter that was trying to ask him if he had a response to the grieving mother of one of the officers killed in El Monte. Uh, that is, of course, Joseph Santana, also killed was Corporal Michael Paredes. These two last Tuesday had answered a domestic violence call at the hotel. We have found out. In the last several days, for more detailed reporting, that when they got to the hotel, they went to the room, and apparently the woman inside, who looks like to be the estranged wife of this killer, Justin Flores, fled the room and said he's got a gun. Flores apparently had retreated into the bathroom of the hotel room, and before the cops could do anything, he came out firing, shot them both in the head, killed them. He then went outside. There are reports he took one of the El Monte police officers' guns with him. He got into a shootout in the parking lot where he actually shot a sergeant. I believe the sergeant was hit in the leg. And then Flores killed himself. That's the coroner's report that he actually turned the gun on himself, killed himself. After all you just heard, are you surprised today to hear that George Gascon said, who knew this is a violent man? I... You know, a gang member that continues to carry a gun, doesn't that tell you something? In fact, a reporter tried to ask that question, and Gascon just brushed it off. Nothing in his background. We can't predict future behaviors. We just do not know. Here is some of what Gascon had to say today at this news conference. The history of the suspect, Mr. Flores, did not contain any evidence of violence. He was basically someone that had been drug addicted for many years. He had been arrested, mostly for drug-related offenses. And then almost a decade ago, he was arrested and convicted for burglarizing his grandparents' home and stealing a TV. He then remained pretty much away from the criminal justice system until the arrest in this particular case where he was arrested for possession of drugs for personal use and the possession of a gun. The outcome in this particular case, given what we knew then, no history of violence, very little contact with the criminal justice system for nearly 10 years, was appropriate. When people are arrested for serious crimes, we work hard to ensure that there are serious consequences. Right. Including lengthy periods of incarceration. But we have an imperfect system. And that's not only here in LA, that's everywhere. I know this is frustrating to hear, and it may not help heal the wounds for some. But we do not serve our community when we try to pretend that we can predict 100% of the time when well, these cases are going to go. When these cases right, are going. Let's kill it there because we got to get to this part. John Lewin, who was on our show last week, is a deputy DA. He's one of those speaking out. In fact, 90-something percent of the deputy DAs are against Gascon as, as LA County DA. But anyway. He was on our show last week, and he was pointing out one thing that Gascon is lying about here, and he actually sent the excerpt from one of Gascon's directives. Now, remember, Gascon took office at the end of 2020. 
This Justin Flores case was resolved in early 2021. And according to the directive, the original directive issued by Gascon, and as I told you before, this was a guy who had a strike on his record under California's three strikes law. We could send him back to prison for two and a half to three years for this gun possession. But here's what Gascon's original policy said. Sentence enhancements or other sentencing allegations, including under the three strikes law, shall not be filed in any case and shall be withdrawn in pending matters. So the lie is that Gascon tried to act like in this news conference that, oh, we took a careful look at the Justin Flores case. And, you know, it was a burglary of his grandparents home years ago. And he's kind of a drug user. And we didn't see anything. They didn't do that. He had this policy that you just don't charge for the strike. No exceptions. Remember, Gascon was clear about that right at the beginning. He softened that a bit when it came to child abuse allocations and other certain maybe hate crimes. But he tried to say there's going to be no exceptions because once you start allowing exceptions, you've opened the door and the whole effort is lost at criminal justice reform is what he's after. So he lied in this news conference. He's trying to make everyone believe that, oh, we took a careful look at the background of Justin Flores and there was nothing in there to indicate that he'd be violent like this and we can't predict human behavior. And we're sorry about that. And these things happen. BS. Californians passed the three strikes law to deal with guys like this, a gang member who constantly carries a gun. Yeah, nothing wrong there. One of the reporters said, it looks like he hasn't learned anything from his experience with the criminal justice system. He's still carrying a gun and he's still allegedly a known gang member. All right. When I come back, I have an opportunity to talk about this with uh, Jeff Sadal. He is a, another deputy DA. And of course, he's with the uh, L.A. Eric Sadal, the L.A. County Association of Deputy DAs. He's coming on next. John and Kent show on KFI. Well, today the show came from L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon. I played some of the audio. He didn't speak for very long. He wanted to defend his DA office actions concerning the case of Justin Flores. That's the man who shot and killed two El Monte police officers last Tuesday when they answered a domestic violence call at a hotel. Flores then, supposedly calling to the coroner, killed himself, committed suicide, which at least takes off the table the possibility that the county would pay for his burial costs because that's also Gascon policy when you die at the hands of police. But the report now is that he did kill himself. But Gascon held a very short news conference. What I noticed, and it didn't really come up until there were follow-up questions, he didn't mention that Justin Flores was a striker, that he had a strike against him under California's three strikes law. He simply wanted to say that we can't predict and there was nothing in his background that indicated he was a violent person. Gang member with a gun, but, you know, nothing that he actually did. Uh, burglary, you know, drug charges. Let's bring on Eric Sadal with the L.A. County Association of Deputy District Attorneys. I'm sure they were tuned in for this little news conference today and we'll get his take. Eric, welcome back to the show. Hi, thank you again for having me. Sure. Well, what did you get out of that? Well, I was actually present in the in the press room when he spoke um, and I saw a very nervous George Gascon. I saw a very hostile press corps that feels like they that they're not getting the answers from the district attorney and they are 100% right. They are not getting the answers. George Gascon basically didn't acknowledge the fact that, and this is a fact, 
under his policy, this man was given probation when the law of the state of California says that he should have been in a a state prison cell. And that's the bottom line. That's the only real analysis that needs to be done. But for George Gascon, Officer Santana and Officers Perez would be alive today. Yeah, he acted like we have discretion. And he acted like, well, we took a look at Flores' background and his other arrests didn't involve any violence. So we made the decision that he's not a threat to society. And, uh, you know, we made this plea deal. But you pointed out correctly that he's got a strike on his record. That's what the law says. Well, and let's let's also remember is that that analysis never happened. Okay, that analysis is not required under George Gascon's law. And the analysis that George Gascon gave to the press today never was required under his policy. Under his policy, it doesn't matter what the strike is. It could be murder. It could be it could be, um, you know, criminal threats. It could be any type of strike. All strikes under his policy were to be dismissed, which is exactly what happened in this case. This is his doing. He broke the criminal justice system. He owns it. And, uh, you know, today was just a pathetic attempt. And you know what? I've, I'll tell you something I, I haven't seen that often. I've never seen someone be able to lie in two languages within five minutes, but that's exactly <laughs> what he did. You were right. He did look nervous, and he did not really take a lot of questions before he apparently bolted. uh, Look, he bolted. He was asked a series of questions by the press, and for the first time, he had a United Press Corps that wanted and demanded answers. He refused to give them, and instead of continuing to answer the questions and clarify what happened, he bolted out, you know, because he was scared. He knows that the truth is not on his side. I, and I think what is really offensive when you think about all of what has happened is that there are two families that are now devastated because of his policy. There's a police department that is deeply wounded because of his policy. And yet he doesn't have the decency to give an apology and to acknowledge his part in this horrific act. Yeah, Olga Garcia is the mother of Officer Joseph Santana. We had her on the show, and I'm sure you heard her, Eric, talk about how she blamed Gascon. He was asked that at the end of the news conference, but he just walked away from that question. I mean, it was pretty pathetic, but I guess he knows the recall is going to get even fueled further by this story. Uh, You know, it's more than pathetic, though. It's, it's, It's kind of shameful, right? Because if you cause this devastation, why not say, you know what? I played a part in this. My policies played a part in this. We've revisited it. We've learned. We're evolving. We're going to change. We're going to deal with this. Instead, he he claims pure ignorance, and he sticks by these ill-conceived policies that have had devastating consequences. Yeah, that's a good point. He really should admit, because you just summed it up there, that the, the, the courts basically reversed what he was doing with that directive to ignore strikes. He should have admitted that. He should have said that was wrong. And we screwed up in the Flores case. And we're sorry about that. And as you said, we've learned. We're ready to move on. And But instead, he tried to, he lied. He tried to make it sound like, well, we looked at this particular guy and, oh, well, his strike didn't involve anything that we thought was violent. And he tried to make it sound like we carefully analyzed the Justin Flores case and decided that uh, probation was... Uh, 
the right uh, outcome. Right. And that, again, that never happened. And we know that didn't happen. Yeah. So you know, this is this is his case. This is his policies. And I think, unfortunately, we're starting to see, you know, the really horrific effects that he's going to cause. You know, there there are other cases that are coming down the pipe. Um, people, juveniles who have been released after committing a double murder and committing another murder. You know, this, this, these are these are his policies. And, you know, he he needs to really take a deep look in the mirror and and realize that the amount of devastation that he's causing on the people of Los Angeles County. All right, Eric, thanks again for talking to me. Appreciate it and appreciate your hard work on this. Uh, thank you so much. All right, Eric Sadal with the L.A. County Association of Deputy District Attorneys. And as you know, more than 90% of them support the recall of their boss, George Gascon. He likes to write them off as, oh, they're just old school lock them up types. This is dangerous. I mean, if you go to recall, dageorgegascon.com, and again, if you're a registered L.A. County voter, please do that. They still need your signature on petitions because they need a big cushion here. As I'm sure a lot of these signatures are going to be thrown out. We can't trust any of this signature verification process when it comes to recalls. We've learned that lesson. But you'll also find many stories like this. I mean, we've had Desiree Andrade on the show. She's one of those that's a part of the recall effort. Uh, what they did in her son's case, he was murdered, but they refused to add any enhancements. I mean, his policy on juveniles, people under the age of 18 that commit heinous crimes, is soft. We saw that in the case of this... Uh, Tubbs character, James Tubbs, who now is charged with murder up in Kern County. But uh, you can see that Gascon clearly has a completely different, and you want to call it vision of criminal justice than I think a large majority of people in California and particularly people in L.A. County have. So recall DA GeorgeGascon.com. Uh, sadly, the death of two El Monte police officers may be the fuel we need to get this cushion of signatures to effect a recall. More coming up on the John and Ken Show on KFI. This has been happening a few times this afternoon. You listen in for the keyword weekdays on KFI, the 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 p.m., 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m., and 5 p.m. hours, right, for the chance at the $1,000. But uh, you don't send the keyword to the John and Ken email. Don't do that. You go to KFIAM640.com. You scroll down. You see the link, you click the link, and then you can enter the keyword there. That's how you enter the contest. People have been sending the keyword to the John and Ken show email. Don't do that. We can't help you. I don't have $1,000 to give you, and I won't give you $1,000 even if I had it. This has to come from the corporate wonks at iHeart. So <clears throat> that's how you win the money. I mean, listen to the little announcer when he gives the keyword, and that's what he'll tell you to do. Go to KFIAM640.com. And look for the place to enter the keyword. Fine. All right. Um, we've been talking about George Gascon, but let's take a minute to talk about Gavin Newsom. This was a funny story that popped up. Listeners have sent it. It's a writer in Atlantic magazine, Atlantic.com. Ronald Brownstein apparently uh, wrote a new piece, and um, he believes that the new leader of the Democratic Party, that's right, the United States Democratic Party, should be Gavin Newsom. Now, I have said on this show repeatedly in the last several weeks, there will not be a President Newsom. 
Because you can hold me to that if something changes in the year 24 or 28, but he doesn't have it. You look back at elections, not all of them, but you look back certainly in more modern times, you had Clinton, Obama, Trump. I mean, Biden's the exception. Doesn't have it, but that was really just an effort to get rid of Trump. Somebody people wanted to get rid of Trump and they voted either either legally or not to get rid of Trump. That's a bit of an exception. But Gavin Newsom, once he's on the national stage, he'll, he'll be perceived just the way we perceive him and many Californians perceive him. Huh? What'd he say? What? He's a wonk? He speaks in jargon? He often speaks out of two sides of his mouth. He may speak fast and he may sound confident, but the message is just too hard to discern. You have to speak plainly. You have to connect with people on some emotional level. He can't do that. Now, the argument that Brownstein makes is that somebody younger has to step up. You're seeing the stories. Even the New York Times did a story that at 79 years of age, we're starting to see that Joe Biden just doesn't have it to really roll forward as president. We all knew that when he was running back in 2020, but they ignored all that because it was about ousting Trump. But now that he's been president for, you know, coming up on a year and a half, you can see he's not up to the job. And particularly since all these problems have come up, including inflation, and then there was Afghanistan, followed by what's going on in Ukraine. He does not have the temperament. He can't make the arguments. He's not up for this. He's befuddling. He's fallen off his bicycle. But this guy's trying to say that Newsom is just, he's right on point. And all the right party issues like abortion and LGBTQ rights and stuff like that. I, it's its a non-starter. All right. So let's talk to uh, Conway. Hey Show's now. Coming up. Hey now. Yeah, hey, by the sir. Way, who did you have on as a guest about 10 minutes ago talking about uh, Gascon? Eric Sadal with the L.A. County Association of Deputy DAs. Oh, he is great, man. He was he spot on. That yeah, was a, he was. That was a terrific interview. I couldn't get out I of I hope you signed the petition. Oh, yeah. Signed it. I signed it like 10 times. <laughs> um, That's so, comforting. <laughs> then you may be thrown out nine times. <laughs> That's fine. Listen, I've been thrown out uh, before. Um, Bill Cosby has been found uh, guilty. Um, yeah, jury finds yeah. Cosby sexually abused women, when, a woman when she was 16 years old. And orders him to orders him to pay only five hundred thousand dollars. You would think that there would be a. You lot think that's there. small change to him yeah, at this point? I think it's small change uh, for her as well. You know, once maybe you take the lawyer's fee out of that, it's probably down right. to three hundred, and that's very traumatic for a sixteen-year-old girl. You know, right? Plus, right. It's, it's highly illegal. Uh, there's that level too. You know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Mark Thompson has walked in. Ding dong with yeah. that. Oh, guy. that's Thank right. You. It's Thank Tuesday. You. Yeah. 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 All right. Ding dong. Oh, love to. Hear. Why? Why don't you do something a favor for me? Why don't you both talk? Talk as Mark Thompson so I can enjoy that. <laughs> he does a great impersonation of you. I don't know. You know oh, do you, Timmy? Do you do great impersonation? You know, I, I don't think it's that great. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard it, Mark? No. He's, well, he does a when, – when we used to get callers in and a caller will mention they've got a daughter or something – Goes, I know. Oh, we, yeah, exactly. that's, how, how old is she? Uh, that's yeah, that's not nice. Yeah, yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. It's the worst. He uses his talent for evil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Good. 
Can you do John Cobelt? Can you do John Cobelt? I, I, I can't do John. No, I can't do John. I like you because you got that throat clearing thing. You often stop and go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ken has your he has your ticks down. That's is what right. he's got. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I've been saying my newest tick is I walk around the house going, "You're done." You're done. Right? Oh, that's. And my my wife is like, "What's the difference between you and somebody with Tourette's if you walk around doing that all day?" You know, I know you're doing it on purpose, and they do it less on purpose, but you still do it. I mean, you're embarrassing when, when we have company. Right, it reaches the same level of obnoxious. Right, right. if uh, somebody punches you in the face because they love you, or somebody punches you in the face because they hate you, it still hurts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm it, trying to figure out what you mean. You're done. Well, it's it's on TikTok. It's a guy who's having oh, a, a pimple okay. popped and it hurt. <laughs> okay, and he points to the camera. He goes, "You're done." Oh, uh, I thought you were throwing done. them out of the house or something. Yeah. No, 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 no. All right, now I get. I'm it. glad you asked because I didn't want to. And then yeah, I, exactly, we got one more story here. United United Airlines sending service to three cities uh from its uh oh, yeah, i thought I that was that. american uh, i thought it was too well it says united here united oh okay maybe united. they're both doing maybe they're, it. they're both jumped on board I, I, yeah I, don't don't book any flights <clears throat> yeah no it's gonna be tough are you traveling ken this summer i am yeah. i'm gonna end up going to alaska i hope that happens oh that's gonna be great you taking I, a cruise part of it yes yeah that's yeah. Gonna part be of it is a cruise part of it's that train ride oh yes yeah, in, uh, that one? in saskatchewan or the, the scenic train ride up yes. towards uh, denali oh yeah. oh that's gonna be spectacular i went when i was 15 years old i went with my mom on a cruise it's pretty studly right <laughs> <laughs> i was the youngest person on that ship by 60 years exactly yeah <laughs> Cruises are for old. People. Yeah, it is fun, but you'll you'll have a great time, man. And and uh, and if you fly, this is what's going to happen to me because I'm going to Oregon. I'm going to take a flight. The first flight's going to be from here to Sacramento. And the Sacramento leg to Portland is going to be canceled. I'll be in Sacramento for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and don't we all love that's that? That's going to be especially uh, during the summer. That's yeah. right. That's yeah, bring right. your shorts. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right, Conway and Thompson, you. ding right. dong, KFI and KOST. HD2 Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. And the news is coming up next. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866 866- Six nine one two one seven three, or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This is where projects come to life. 
Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Monogram at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.